Hey, hey, it's Allison Kaskowski. Welcome to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. Thank you so much for tuning in. I so appreciate you being on this journey with me. And I hope that wherever you are, you're having a fabulous Tuesday morning. So today we are completing our deep dive, which we have, you haven't been with us until now, all throughout the month of February, since it's National Heart Health Awareness Month, uh, we have taken a deeper dive and a closer look at energy and metabolism and how the two are interconnected. And all month, we've pretty much taken a different aspect of this subject and broken it down a little bit easier for you and given you some tips and strategies as to how you can relate it back to your own self-care. Um, we've talked about ways to boost your metabolism, how to keep it running as we get older, because let's be honest, we're all going to get older. If we're not old yet, then we're going to get there. Uh, last week, we dove into energy eating, and today we are completing with completing our series with tips and strategies on how to fix a stalled metabolism. Because no matter how old we are or where we are in our lives or what we have in front of us, we have all had to face a stalled metabolism at some point because it is all interconnected to our energy, to how we take care of ourselves, and to our overall physical and mental health. So let's get started. We've got a lot, I've got a lot of good stuff to share with you today, and I'm also going to give you a sneak peek into where we're going to be heading over the next couple weeks as we transition into March, and also give you a little information on our next few retreats, which we are getting ready to open up our calendar for the rest of 2020. So, so today, how do we fix a stalled metabolism? There are so many experts out there that say so much of our metabolism is related to our genetics, and to a large degree, that's true. Uh, we cannot escape our genetics. Our genetics are in our DNA. And if we have metabolism problems in our family lineage, if we have struggled with our metabolism in the past because it runs in our family, maybe someone in our family um, has always struggled with it. Maybe that's just the way that you can recall the way that it's always been for you. To some degree, that is true. I'm not going to lie to you because um, we always do straight talk here on the ultimate journey of self-care. So to some degree, your genetics does dictate how successful you can be. However, the current research and studies coming out now and from everything I've seen and all my years in this industry, there are plenty of things that are within our control that we can do that can absolutely help to fix a stalled metabolism. So I don't want you to think for one minute if you have... Um, problems in your family with, with genetics, if something runs a, a health condition of some type that affects your metabolism runs in your family, I don't want you to think the deck is stacked against you because that is just simply not true now. We just, where there are too many things that we know, too many things that we're finding out that are connected and too many things that are within our control that we absolutely can do something about. So I want you to go into what I'm going to share with you today with an open mind and hopefully come up with some taking away some of the tips and strategies that I share with you today and apply them to your own life. And if at any point you have a story that you would like to share with me and with our audience, I would love to hear from you. I am always looking for guests to help share their story on my show. It, I think it always helps if we hear what helps inspire others, what works for others, what doesn't work for others. Uh, this is, in essence, really how we learn the best strategy that works for us. Please feel free to reach out to me at Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N, at C-U Fitness, the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com. 
and drop me an email. Tell me who you are. Tell me what your story is. I would love to hear from you. And maybe it's maybe someday uh, we can set up an interview so that you can share your story with our audience right here on this program. So let's get back to the subject at hand for today. Um, today we are going to dive into how to fix a stalled metabolism. So let me just start by saying that uh, there is a literally a cascade of effects that happen when our metabolism is, or, is either blunted or slowed or stalled for whatever reason. It's like a trickle-down effect. It affects many systems in our bodies. So it stands to reason that whatever tips and strategies that we employ to try to help fix this that we absolutely start with the small steps, knowing that we're going to get that overall conglomerate effect, if you will, from the small steps. Um, so I don't want you to think I'm going to give you some kind of magic pill. There really isn't a magic pill. Uh, the key is in the decisions and the strategies that you use in your everyday life. It's going to give you the best results for you. So let's review what metabolism is quickly. Metabolism is basically like a large furnace that runs within us all the time. Um, our metabolism is our ability to burn calories, to sustain life, to keep our body functions going, and to keep our brain alert. Keep, it keeps us breathing. It keeps us walking. It basically controls everything. And so there are some people in the world who simply ha are gifted with a very fast metabolism. There is no doubt about that. And there are people that no matter what they do, uh, they struggle with keeping their metabolism going at a pace that works for them. That's definitely the case as well. However, in between there is where the majority of most people fall. There are always going to be people on the exterior, people on the fringe, if you will, on either side who seem to be affected greatly in one way or the other, positive and negative. The majority of all people, though, fall in the middle. We're talking small percentages of people on the outside. If you are one of those people on the outside, I still want you to keep an open mind because there is a way forward for you. So when we talk about how to fix a stalled metabolism, okay, it really boils down to five general strategies, and that's what I'm going to share with you today. Basically, what causes our metabolism to become stalled is usually a combination of things. It's really not any one particular thing that stands out more than any of the others, okay? For some of us, it might be we're under increased stress. It might be that we have some type of health condition that's keeping us where we are. But for the most part, it is a combination of lifestyle factors. And that's really what today's show boils down to. So let's get right to it. Um, the first strategy that I want to speak to is obviously the biggest one, which is how we eat. And most experts out there will agree that diet is a big, big piece of how our metabolism works. And before you shut me down and start thinking, yeah, yeah, I already know that, hear me out because it really is just several small little things that I want you to keep an open mind. And if you've been following my show all throughout February, some of these subjects I've already touched on, but I felt like it was prudent to go back and review since all of these are so pertinent to how we can help fix the stalled metabolism. So with respect to our eating, there are several things to keep in mind. Obviously watching processed foods, okay? Processed foods are usually high in chemicals, 
They're high for the most part in ingredients that we have a hard time even pronouncing. As a general rule, I would encourage you to always look at food labels when you're shopping. And if you can't even pronounce something on a label, then you probably don't really want to eat it, okay? Processed foods are generally high in what we call refined sugar, which really has little to no nutrient value, okay? Um, this is what allows the food to be readily prepared and basically stay that way for a long period of time. And if you, when you grocery shop, if you're in the middle aisles of the grocery store, these are the foods that are usually at eye level in the middle of the store. These are the ones that come in a box typically. Some come in a can or a bag. But as a general rule, they're designed to sit on your shelves for a long period of time. And what processed foods do is they absolutely give us a quick energy boost, but they will allow that energy boost to quickly dissipate as well. Okay. Um, we also want to watch inflammatory foods. There are plenty of experts out there that say completely getting rid of wheat and dairy in your diet is the way to go. I am not completely on that wagon uh, because me personally, I am not as affected by that. At least I don't believe I am. But I am the first to say that for a lot, I know a lot of people that that has actually worked for. I will say this. I do think that reducing wheat to some degree and dairy to some degree in our diet is probably a very good idea for a lot of reasons. And before you shut me down on that, hear me out on this. Um, there are a lot of places where we can get whole grains besides wheat. There are a lot of places where we can get necessary nutrients that are high in dairy besides drinking milk and, the, and other things, okay? Um, so that's the important thing to keep in mind. We can get vitamin D and calcium and the other nutrients that are present in dairy foods from a lot of other food sources. So I want you to think of this, think of food as basically information for your body, okay? It's like when you're researching a subject or you're trying to make a decision on a purchase, for example, you do a lot of research. You try to get your questions answered. You gather information so that you can make the best decision for you. Treat eating the same way for your body. All eating is, is it's allowing you a chance to become a detective for your body. How does it make you feel? Do you notice your energy goes up? Does it go down? Does your stomach get upset? Um, you know, do you, are you able to concentrate better? Are you able to concentrate less? Do you feel bloated? Do you feel sleepy? Do you feel lethargic? Do you feel like you just want to lay down and take a nap? These are all things that we have to pay attention to within our bodies uh, when it comes to eating. Okay. So keep in mind, you know, if we're, if you're eating a lot on the go, you know, if you're eating out a lot, if you're grabbing things in the store, you know, every day or every other day, then I want you to take a closer look at the, at the things that you are eating. Okay. So we want to stick mostly to whole foods for, for, for the most part, because those are going to give us the most nutritional value. Okay. So obviously what we eat plays a big role in fixing a stalled metabolism. If you eat a lot of processed foods, if you eat out, if you eat a lot of sugar, um, and salty foods, you know, chips, for example, candy bars, energy bars, that's a whole fallacy out there. A lot of protein and energy bars are really no better than a candy bar that you buy at the store. Then odds are you're struggling with your metabolism because you're probably taking in way more calories than you're using, not to mention way more extra ingredients and your body really knows what to do with. So obviously watching what we eat is a big piece. Uh, tip number two is obviously getting activity in. 
And there are two pieces to this. One is the structured activity that comes with a well-rounded fitness program. This is strength training, restorative training, interval training, which is where a lot of experts now are saying that we should spend the majority of our fitness time. This is working hard for a very short period of time, following it with a rest period. There's a lot of fitness programs out there that really incorporate structured strength training and interval training together. There are lots of benefits to that. We, you can get a lot of work done in a short period of time. You can work a lot of muscles instead of just one or two. And you can, in essence, get a full body workout in a very abbreviated amount of time, which I'll be honest with you is exactly the way that I train because in today's busy, fast paced world, I do not have time, nor do I want to take an hour or two out of my day and devote it just to working out. You might find that shocking being that I'm a fitness professional, but I'm a busy person and I have a full life and I choose to, you know, be active and strengthen my mind and body so that I can live the life that I want. That's what it's all about. Um, the other piece to structured activity that definitely helps with the stall metabolism is restorative work. This is deep stretching. This is using a foam roller. This is um, any type of yoga. There's a lot of different types of yoga now. Um, I can't ever remember this. There being so many options now. But there's, you know, flow yoga, which is more strength-based and flexibility-based. There's hot yoga. There's restorative yoga. There's yin yoga. There's lots of different approaches to yoga because it helps connect the mind and the body together. The other piece of activity is what I call NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which basically in a nutshell in English, that means just day-to-day activity. That's getting up from your desk once an hour. That's parking your car far away. That's taking the stairs whenever you can. It's being absolutely as active as you absolutely can be because this is one of the surefire ways to helping fix a stalled metabolism is adding extra activity in. And if going to the gym and doing a structured workout really isn't on your radar right now, or maybe it is and you're struggling to stay consistent, then maybe just focusing your effort more on being active throughout the day can help give you not just an energy burst, but to help with your stalled metabolism. The other piece of activity and why this is so critical to helping with a stalled metabolism is, is that the more active we are, our bodies are able to make these incredible little things called mitochondria. And mitochondria is basically what I call the, what we like to call the energy supercenter in our body cells. Think of it like a bank. And what does a bank do? A bank helps to keep your money and hopefully it helps earn a little interest for you plus other side benefits. And it's, you also park it there for safekeeping um, for a number of reasons. And that's really, in essence, what the mitochondria do for our body. They literally help store energy for us so that and help us make more energy. So the more mitochondria that we have in our body that's active, the more energy is going to be exchanged throughout our body. The more banks we have in our system, the more money is exchanged, right? So it's a lot of the same type of thing. And it really isn't specific to any certain types of activity. So the bottom line here is, is that the more activity you can get, the better off you're going to be. So if being more active throughout the day is easier for you to manage right now, then definitely do that. And a structured workout, if you're already in that, great, awesome. You're right on the right path. The only other thing I would suggest is maybe looking at how active you are throughout the day. Um, there is some research to suggest that simply going to the gym just isn't enough, that when you pair it with being active throughout your lifestyle, you're going to get a lot 
more benefit. And especially when it comes to your metabolism. Okay. Strategy number three is obviously stress management. We're going to be just giving you a little tip and insight. We're going to be getting into this a little bit in the month of March and April. So I'm not going to give you too much information here. I've got some really great experts lined up to help us talk about this. But mostly what I'm speaking to is what stress actually does to our body. That's where it affects our metabolism. Stress in general by itself does not affect our metabolism. Okay. Keep in mind that stress is actually something that happens to us. You know, a stress or rather is what happens to us. Stress is actually how we respond to it. And that's how it affects our metabolism, namely because it helps. I mean, I don't want to say it helps, but it really disrupts how our hormones work, particularly the stress hormones. I'm speaking of cortisol and our other metabolism related hormones like your thyroid hormones and the other hormones that help regulate basically how we function. Okay. Um, and when we're under a lot of stress and our hormones are disrupted, what happens is, is that our cortisol levels skyrocket and cortisol is actually released from our adrenal glands. It's actually, which is actually directed by our pituitary gland, which is kind of like the, the control center, if you will, of our entire endocrine system. And I'm not going to really give you a science lesson here, but what I am going to say is that high cortisol levels are, there's definitely a correlation there with high amounts of stress. And the result for that with respect to our metabolism is, is that it helps to, it helps our body hold on to extra body fat. Um, at the same time, it contributes to breaking muscle down, um, which directly affects our energy. It, it keeps us from actually losing weight and losing fat. So if you're really working hard in the gym and you're not seeing results, look at your stress level in your life, you know. And our, how we eat is directly connected to this too, because when we're stressed, we tend to make different food choices for us, which directly affects how our hormones work, which directly affects how energetic we are and how we respond to any type of activity program. So it's all interconnected. And the other piece to this is sleep, which I'm going to get into in just a little bit. So as far as managing your stress, considering doing some type of meditation or mindfulness exercise every day. And this is simply just sitting and having a few minutes of quiet time where you can really clue into your thoughts, you know, ask, be a curious observer of your thoughts. You've heard me talk about that before because our thoughts do not define us. Our thoughts are only part of us. Okay. And our thoughts keep in mind are what keeps us distracted for the most part. So when we learn to really connect to what we're thinking and really why we're thinking what we're thinking, then we can usually check ourselves. And that's what makes meditation so important to how we respond to any type of stress event in our lives. Okay. So stress management to a large degree is a big piece of how we fix a stalled metabolism. Okay. So whatever you like to do to help manage your stress, I want to encourage you to really zero in on that. Okay. So strategy number four is looking at, at tips to help with our gut health. And you've heard me talk about this before, but there's a, this is a really hot area of research right now. There's, we're really only scratching the surface to see how much information is actually out there and how it's connected to how we think, how our brain works, how our body works, our energy levels, all of it. It's all connected. And so the biggest piece of this with respect to our metabolism is looking at the essential fats that you have in your diet. Okay. And, you know, for a long time, the focus was on cooking with olive oil and, 
you know, in that respect. And I can remember as a college student where, you know, fat was considered the bad guy and everything was fat free and sugar free and reduced fat. And we had to do everything we could to really watch and for a large part, you know, close to eliminate the fat in our diet. And the problem with that is, is that you don't necessarily burn fat unless you consume fat in your diet. The problem too with that is that we want to make sure it's the right kind of fat. So the key is to consume essential healthy fats in your diet that are high in an ingredient called MCT, medium chain triglycerides. Why is this important for you? This is important because this helps our brain function at a high level. This keeps this keeps what we call brain fog from taking over. It helps with our focus and concentration. And it really helps us zero in on staying on task. So if you feel like your mind wanders throughout the day, you know, with that energy crash that so many of us get between two and three o'clock in the afternoon, then absolutely, let's go look at what we're eating and what types of essential fats are we including in our diet, okay? This also contributes to whether or not we're having cravings on a regular basis. Cravings are directly connected to our gut flora, which is the bacteria that live in our gut. And when we consume, you know, healthy essential fats as part of our diet, then our gut bacteria is in a much better place, okay? We're less likely to have those those cravings on a regular basis. We're less likely to have blood sugar crashes. And, you know, it makes it a lot easier for us to get results with our fitness programs, okay? Um, it's also connected to sleep too, okay? So there's a lot of reasons why we should pay attention to this. So what are good sources of healthy fats? Avocados are one, nuts are another, okay? You know, and I'm not saying go out and make that a big staple of every day because the other piece to consuming healthy fats is that they are high in calories. So we definitely want to watch portion sizes, but they should be an essential part of what we eat, okay? And the last tip and strategy I'm going to leave with you today is sleep. Now, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag here for a minute. I have a fabulous expert that I'm going to be talking with for next week's show. And you definitely don't want to miss that. We're going to be talking about the secret of sleep. So, um, so we're going to be getting into sleep in detail next week, but I am going to say that when we struggle with our sleep, whether it's, whether it's sleep on a regular basis, maybe we find ourselves waking up regularly during the night, maybe we struggle to fall asleep, and then once we do, it's hard to actually wake up. Keep in mind that sleep problems are perceived by the body as a stress, as a stressor, if you will, or a stress event. And we've already talked about what stress events actually do to our body, okay? So if you're struggling with sleep, okay, keep in mind that that triggers a stress response within our body, which means that our hormones could be imbalanced, which means that it could affect our eating and our activity and all of it, okay? So we want to approach that in the same manner that we approach stress management. So what can you do to help you get better sleep? Okay, well, we've talked about this before here. We can work on a strategy to get you in bed at an earlier hour, you know, and if you're struggling with that, then look at when you start to get ready for bed in the evening and start to back up that routine a little bit. Turn off your electronics at least 30 minutes before you get in bed. This gives your brain time to settle down and literally hopefully help you get in that critical REM sleep phase faster. Okay. Meditation, uh, mindfulness, doing whatever helps you relax in the evening. So we want to 
we definitely want to stay away from electronics late in the evening. Turn off the TV. If you find yourself going, you know, to sleep with the TV on, or maybe you're watching a movie, then make a point to have a hard stop time so that it doesn't interfere with your sleep time. Um, this is really, really important because this directly connects back to how, how stressed our body perceives it is. And all of that relates back to whether or not our metabolism is functioning at the level where we want it. Okay. So those are our five tips and strategies for today. You know, obviously looking at what we eat, how active we are, what kinds of activity are we doing? How are we managing our stress? How are we working on our gut health in the best way that we can for ourselves and our sleep patterns. All of these are connected to our metabolism and addressing one or more of these can make the difference for you in helping with a stalled metabolism. Okay. So if this has been helpful for you, and I certainly hope that it has, I would love to invite you over to our Facebook community, living your ultimate life through fitness and self-care head. If you are on Facebook, please head over and join us. And if you're not, then head over to my website at cufitness.com. That's the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com, and click contact us and send me an email if you'd like to get on our list. Um, I can certainly add you to that and also uh, make you aware of other things that we're actually doing. I always love hearing from you. So some of you have reached out and told me your stories. I always love to hear what works for you with respect to your self-care and what a difference it's made for you. This is really how we learn. This is how we find out what can potentially work for us if we're looking to do something different, or maybe we're in a rut and we want to change things up. Because sometimes it's not always about what we do, but it's about what we don't do, okay? And maybe we need to change up what we're doing to get better results. Um, and this is where hearing from other people is really such a such an important piece. So please feel free to reach out to me. And, you know, absolutely find me on Facebook, find me on Instagram. My handle there is FitStyleGal, F-I-T-S-T-Y-L-E-G-A-L, FitStyleGal. And you can also find me on Twitter at AHCats. So I hope that this has been helpful for you. Uh, this completes our series for February on energy and metabolism. We are opening up the second half of our 2020 retreat calendar very soon. We do have two new retreats to add coming up. We're going to be going to the North Carolina coast in July, and we're going to be going to Turks and Caicos in October. So please stay tuned. If any of these sound appealing to you, then reach out to me for information. Um, we will have more dates for you very, very soon. So that's the ultimate journey of self-care on this Tuesday morning. I hope that you have a fabulous rest of your week. This is Allison Katzkowski. I so appreciate your support. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. Make it a good one.